so I am back with episode 7. I know I was saying on social media, if you actually paid attention, that I was going to talk about real love. I want that real love. And it was going to be about relationships and stuff like that. But I think I'm going to do that in a later episode. Um, today, I just felt inspired to give you a Bible nugget. Um, and I've started, I've just recently started 2 Corinthians, which is in... Um, a book in the Bible and I just was inspired to share what I read this morning and um, I hope it encourages you as we or as I speak about what I've learned in just this time frame um, with you guys so just stay tuned listen and I hope you are encouraged Okay, so I had just finished the book of First Corinthians and I decided, because I'm a jumper, I jump around, um, I can't stay consistent, it's such a bad quality to not have consistency, but I'd be like reading whatever my mood is, you know, feeling. If I need encouragement, I'm going to read encouragement. If I need to feel empowered or feel strength for the day, that's what I'm going to read. But I've decided to read through, you know, a book of the Bible and when I read through the book of Psalms, it really, 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 really helped me. And it's like every Psalm I read was perfect for what I faced in the day. So Second Corinthians is a bit more, sometimes you'll read something like, that's not something I'm facing in this day, but you still learn. And there's always something to learn in the Bible, no matter how, how many times you read it. And that's a beautiful thing to me. That's why I keep reading it, because I feel like it's really helping me grow and get closer to God. And so... Yeah, I'm in Second Corinthians chapter 1, and um, Paul is talking to the church of Corinth. So these are letters. First Corinthians and Second Corinthians are letters directed to a specific church, a specific region and time period. But there's still something for us to learn even in 2020. So um, I read from the Amplified version of the Bible. There's so many different versions but I read from the Amplified because there's like a breakdown sometimes of what a word means or like stuff in brackets, blase, blase. And so I'm starting Second Corinthians first one, uh, chapter one, I mean, chapter one, verse three, and I'm going to read to verse five. Blessed, gratefully praised and adored be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort who comforts and encourages us in every trouble so that we will be able to comfort and encourage those who are any who are in any kind of trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God for just as Christ's sufferings are ours in abundance as they overflow to his followers so also our comfort our reassurance our encouragement our consolation is abundant through Christ it is truly more than enough to endure what we must. When I read this this morning, you know, I found myself praying for the people in my life, people who are struggling out there, people who are waiting on employment benefits, people who have been laid off their jobs, people who are dealing with deaths, people who are dealing with the fires, people who are dealing with all types of loss, all types of trauma, all types of sadness, um, losing a relationship. Um, rather physically or emotionally, these are all things that I just thought about. And so reading this verse this morning, 
I read verse 4, who comforts the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort, who comforts and encourages us in every trouble so that we will be able to comfort and encourage those who are in any kind of trouble with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. Just in that section alone, I think it's important as a Christian, as a follower and believer in God and Jesus himself, that our our suffering is not just for the fun of it, or it's not just, you know, people say like you're suffering, you grow and all that stuff, which is true. But I think sometimes we suffer and go through a lot of things because we're going to oftentimes come into paths and contact with people who go through similar things and they are just looking for comfort. And that comfort that we have received in our time of struggle is to be used to give comfort to everybody else. And what I've noticed about God in my life is everything that he's given to me is also for the benefit of somebody else. If God has been gracious to me, has shown me grace, has been merciful That is for me to be gracious and merciful to somebody else. If God has been forgiving to me, I find that I'm um, given that forgiveness to be forgiving to somebody else. What God gives and blesses you with is not just for the benefit of yourself, but for the benefit of somebody else. Um, So in verse five, it says, for just as Christ's sufferings are ours in abundance, are our are ours. This such two words to put together, right? Are ours in abundance as they overflow to his followers. So also our comfort, our reassurance, our encouragement, our consolation is abundant through Christ. It is truly more than enough to endure what we must. And to me, this is like the the icing on the cake for the comfort that God gives us to give, to be able to give to others as well. When you are a follower of Jesus, when you are a professed Christian, and I don't know where the idea of life will be smooth, life will be sweet, everything goes your way. Uh, When the Bible specifically points out that there is suffering that comes with it. And that's why a lot of people may not like um, devoting their lives, their attention, everything, because there is suffering that your life does not just become um, 100% perfect. You are becoming more like who you are following. So <clears throat> Jesus was not um he was not unfamiliar with poverty. He was not unfamiliar with um prejudice, with even police brutality. I'ma say it, I'ma say it. The Roman soldiers, were they not counted as the officials in place to put law and order in place um, for the people? And was he not beaten? Was his beard not ripped? Was he not spit on? Was he not killed? Um, Sure, a greater purpose was in his death. I acknowledge that. But just alone, people did not look at Jesus in his time period as a messiah you know, the soldiers, um, they did not look at him as like God, who he proclaimed to be when the time was appropriate, but they saw him as just another human being. He did not look attractive. He was nothing to look upon. And you can find that in the book of Isaiah. He, because that would take away from his message. You ever seen an attractive person and they just talking to you, but you're not paying attention to anything that's coming out their mouth because wow, their face 
Jesus was not an attractive person. Um, he did not have the blonde hair, blue eyes, um, or olive skin tone, golden skin tone, and that perfect curl pattern. We have descriptions of him as a human here on this earth that he was nothing beautiful to look upon because his personality, his character is what drew people in, his love for people, his his love for those who were put aside by society. And maybe he was able to relate to the people who were put aside by society because he was also put aside by society. So there are so many layers to who Jesus is and was on this earth and who what he is doing for us now as Christians and as people in this world because he's not just working in the Christian life. He's working in all lives. Um, yeah, he went through a lot of sufferings. And when you profess to follow God and accept Jesus into your life, what he went through is going to be a lot for you as well. And that's not to discourage you because we also have the encouragement that the encouragement, the the reassurance, the comfort that Christ had from his father, God the Father, is also ours in abundance. And that is more than enough. His grace is sufficient. And this does not like negate the fact that we won't suffer, that we won't go through um, hard things, terrible things, wicked things that, that the world is just doing around us. But it's encouragement that we have a hiding place. We have comfort we have a place of refuge and a, a someone to turn to for strength. And, you know, I saw a meme the other day and it, w- it was yesterday. And it was two dogs, a big dog and a little dog. And both were covered in mud. The big dog had mud up to like his paws. The small dog had mud up to almost his face. And the question the big dog asked the little dog was, it, um, he asked him, how's the mud? And the little dog said, it depends who you ask. So I I say that because a lot of people will downplay their suffering because, oh, I I don't have it worse as somebody else. And I'll tell you right now, what you're going through is what you're going through. Someone may have lost their home um, in different ways, a fire, foreclosure, flooding, whatever. You may have just lost your job, but you have a home. So yeah, you can acknowledge I still have a home. And that person next to you might not have a home. But does that mean that you're not allowed to be sad or feel any like loss over that? No. A loss is still a loss no matter what the loss was. That's just an example. That mud could be up to your neck while the person who had another loss the the mud might be at their paws or their feet, I should say, because we don't have paws. And so I say that because we don't have to minimize the pain we go through because other people are going through pain. What we have to do and learn to do is use that pain and find comfort from God in that pain because he's wanting to giving he's wanting to give it to us and he's willing to give it to us because we are partakers in Christ. So that just that doesn't just mean his sufferings but that is partakers and also his comfort. And so with that, we are able to help the other person next to us because we have found comfort that they have may not they have they may have not I can't even talk. They may have not 
found that comfort themselves. And so sometimes that comfort looks like being encouraging. Um, I wouldn't say like false positivity, like it's going to be okay. Everything gets better. Um, Which from your perspective, it may look like it can all get better, which is possible. But encouragement and like, I'm here for you. I will listen to you. If you need some food, a place to stay, an ear, offering our services and our time as much as we can and resources. Um, That is sharing in the comfort and giving comfort to somebody else. Sometimes somebody needs just encouraging words. Someone needs actual physical money. Someone needs to just be taken a drive to the store. There are so many different needs that we um, can give to somebody. Uh, Some people may request prayer. Some people may want you to do something and pray for them. So when God gives us the ability to overcome something and we see someone struggling in a similar fashion, it's not the time to be like, wow, that can never be me. Because, yeah, it was actually you. It's time for you to bring that comfort that God has given you and give it to somebody else because he's given us it in abundance. If you feel like um, you haven't found that comfort, if you feel like you're struggling to find that comfort in abundance or don't really know what to make of that verse or not even sure if you really believe that, I would love to talk to you to just listen and I um, want you to pray and think about the things around you that are happening in your life and what has happened in the time period, like what's, what has been occurring in that time period for you, the good, the bad, but mostly the good. So that's just a Bible nugget for today. Um, there's probably a lot more in depth I could go into, but just wanted to keep it short. Just wanted to just give some encouragement today that we might be suffering, but the comfort that God wants to give us is more than enough to get through our suffering and come out the other side. It's, it won't always be forever. Um. Emotions like sadness and anger, they have an expiration date. Trust me, they have an expiration date. These are these are not like, I'm not talking about like mental um, disorders and things like that. I'm talking about sadness itself, feeling sad, feeling overwhelmed. All of these emotions have expiration dates. They cannot hold on to you forever. And so I want you to hold on to that, that the comfort that God wants you to experience is waiting for you. And it's on the other side of walking through that suffering and and asking for his help and to get through it. So thank you so much for joining me for the Bible nugget of the day. I hope whoever listens to this is encouraged, is uplifted, feels refocused and, um, 
practices reaching out to the people who are also suffering without judgment and that we do everything in love. Have a great day.